0: Listen. Yell no. Yo yo, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherman the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherm. Today is Wednesday, November 18th, 2020. This is episode 135, 135, I am so excited about this one. It features a dear friend of mine. He goes by the name of Maximo Quinones. If you guys have been listening to Sherm in the booth for the past few years, Maximo was actually on the show almost two years ago to the date. Now, so much has transpired in between. I knew I had to have him back on the show so we could catch up on what he's been doing. In episode 135, we talked about how Maximo's been keeping busy in 2020 and how he's managed to stay creative and motivated. This is someone who was DJing five, six, seven, eight times a week. And now that has been slimmed down to basically zero. So needless to say, it's been a big change of pace for Max. Now like I said, it's been two years since Maximo came on the show and he has released so many haters since then. We ran through basically his entire discography over the past two years and talked about where he was at mentally with the tracks his inspiration for him. This guy has had so much success with tracks like I Love Acid on True Musica which is actually playing in the background right now. All I Need on Funk Junk and most recently a self-release track featuring Michaela called Designer. The guy is really really finding his sound and with every single release he gets better and better and better. Now one big thing I did want to discuss with Max is his rebrand. This is someone who, like I said, is a top open format DJ in Chicago. Once you have that reputation, it can be sometimes a little bit hard to be known as a producer. Sometimes you plateau. You have to challenge yourself and change a lot of things in order to be known as a producer first and then a DJ. Max wants to be known as a house producer who also is a great DJ. We talked about how and why he's been doing that and how although 2020 has been a tough year for the music industry, it's been a blessing in disguise in helping him with this rebrand. Max has so many exciting things to tell you guys about, including his project with our mutual friend Flanino called Stop Calling Me. But Let's get into it right now, guys, so you can hear what Maximo Quiñones has been up to over the past two years. Let's do it right now. This is episode 135. Maximo Quinones, my man, give me some cheers. Give me some cheers. Modelo. Cheers, cheers. Modelo. It is Modelo good to is see you, day. and it's good to have you back on the podcast, man.
1: <clears throat> Thanks, Sherm. Great to be here. Thanks for having me again. You know, I love talking to you, so I'd yeah, any day of the day. I know. Like, I'm gonna ask questions.
0: You're like, so let's catch up on what you've been doing. Like, I know what you've been doing, but we gotta let the people know, right? Yeah, absolutely, and I'm ready. Let's it's it. been. Like I said before we got on air, two years, just a little over two years since I last had you on. Yeah, yeah, it has been. And at that point, you were at a really, really significant level for your age, Mm -hmm. for, like, just your time in the scene, and it's just been such a pleasure seeing you grow and develop, man. Like, as (laughs) an artist, like, as a person, like, it's just been so cool to see your journey, and, like...
1: Yeah, I mean a lot of t- a lot's happened, a lot of good, just a little bit of bad. But you know, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it's all right. We're getting through it. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for the future. There's a lot happening, so and I'm I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited to talk about it, and uh, share what I've been doing for these past two years. So yeah, dude. Into it.
0: you've been crushing it, man. You've been <laughs> absolutely you, crushing it. <laughs> and <clears throat> since then, like so much has transpired. But before we go back, I want to ask, how has it been this year? This has been a tough year for the music industry. Yeah, you've still just been like. Churning out beats though, bro. So like, yeah. props to you. How have you stayed so motivated? Uh, so before uh, I'll be
1: quarantined, obviously, um, yeah, uh, I was living a very fast-paced life. Yeah, very uh, show after show after show. Four, five,
0: six shows a week. Yeah, sometimes
1: three three gigs a night. You know, so it was very fast. <laughs> yeah, so it was very fast-paced for me. Yeah. So uh, I did I didn't really have uh this downtime that we're having now, mm-hmm. which is great because it, uh it resets your creativity it gives you more time uh, to focus on what you want to get done during the day when you don't have that time because yep. you're so tired from the night before when you're right. out, you know, playing your shows So 5am. Yeah, man. So uh, I've had a lot of time to uh, focus as in like, I run every day now to get my mind cleared and then from there I just sit down and I just get to work because even the days you don't want to make music, Mm-hmm. You have to because those are the days that you make the best beats. That's so, true. Yeah. So expect um, the unexpected. Exactly. So the more downtime you have, for me at least, I love it because that means I have more time to just get into it and work on music. Uh, you know, email people, just get the little stuff that you don't usually have the time to do, or yeah. you just get too lazy to do. Yeah. I get to do it now, which I love because stuff like that to me is great. And um, yeah, I, obviously I do miss. the three four shows a day a night. yeah but uh this is great too so and uh i'm motivated now and i'm more hungry to jump into it once everything reopens and Mm -hmm. i know it's gonna be great for me so i'm excited yeah i i like
0: i like your approach because you're kind of like not burying yourself in your work but like one thing a lot of people have been saying on the podcast producers like yourself that have still been making music behind the scenes releasing tracks putting your head in the sand and just focusing on yourself and doing what you love most. And that's producing music.
1: Yeah. It's what I love to do. And yeah, obviously if you make music and release it now, there's not going to be much, um, you know, you're not going to be able to play it out live. Yeah. However, uh, there's so many people at home now that, you know, the people who do love this stuff, music we make, mm-hmm. they're able to listen to it. And yeah. then but you have five, six songs done by this quarantine. Then when it's over they'll be like oh well this kid's crushing it like he has six songs in this last quarantine let's have him play a show and then you know you already have a fan base from then. so exactly that's the way i'm seeing it and i'm just still releasing i'm emailing people doing everything it takes but yeah it's a it's a journey but yeah it's fun i like it (laughs) it's It's tough i know and (laughs) i remember
0: talking with you about it and everybody really in the beginning how Everybody got put on the bench, right? And this is kind of an off-season for the music industry. But there is a coach out there scouting, right? Mm -hmm. We don't know who the coach is. The coach is, right? But they're watching us in the off-season. 100%, yeah. And it's important that we get up early. Like LeBron James, bro, he just won won the NBA championship again. I just saw he was working out the next day. Exactly. Right? Like you have to have that championship mentality. And I want to say, I just want to say on top of that too, like this is also a really important time for us to take a moment back, too, like you've said, right? So, like, a lot of people, like, maybe have still partied a lot or, like, can't produce and aren't creatively inspired, and I totally understand that. And that's why I think it's really, really unique and special that you said, okay, while I can't DJ four times a night and have all these shows, now I have the chance to actually explore my creative side on the production side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh,
1: like, uh, that was the uh, one thing that I was very, like... I wasn't balancing it right. I was balancing more of the nightlife uh, that was taking more of my time. Yeah. And uh, like, I wasn't doing as much as the production side, but now it's flat in the middle and I'm going to treat it that way, which i should have treated it from the beginning. It's really uh, tough to do that. Yeah, but it's worth it because, you know, once you start really, really working on this music and you're seeing results, it's a way better feeling than anything. I love seeing like my my progress and my music and seeing like me making stuff that i never thought i'd be able to make in a million years but yeah. now i'm here yeah making it and you know I, now i'm you know sending it to people and i'm getting responses and mm-hmm. it's, it's really not, it's really cool you know so I'm, I'm excited for the future and i'm very very happy where i'm at right now so it's good acknowledgement <laughs> goes a long way bro yes exactly that's so, incredible. Thank you, Sharon. Well,
0: thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. So yes. let's talk about what's transpired over the past two years since you've been on the show. Okay, you've done a lot of work on your following, your brand, yourself, like we talked about. Now, I know and knew that you're a house guy, tech house guy. When we first yes. originally got your story, Holy. your Chicago roots, man. Like, yeah. I remember your brother was a huge influence for yeah, you. Your still family is, yeah. still is a huge yeah. influence for you. Yeah. But you were an open format DJ, right? And it was yes. kind of hard for you to play your own music. But over the past two years, you've really, really done a lot of work on that. So you've released tech house tracks like "Contagious." Yes. W E B. What tell people what W E B stands for?
1: Then. <laughs> work em, bitch. Work em, bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i love that uh, thank you a lot more appropriate than work a bitch <laughs> yes. a lot W-E-B. more marketable so yeah
1: very much more marketable <laughs> very good song check it out listen to it
0: with zach lazarato right yeah shout out zach my boy yeah that's a sick last name
1: it's a very cool last name lazarato L- Z- laz is a really cool guy laz. So, yeah.
0: shout out <laughs> shout out zach um on chill hard of course too and i love acid with flanino on true musica yeah very i mean good that that song. is a, a tech house banger dude
1: yeah it uh it's funny. I was actually on Instagram uh when Miami Music Week was happening last year,
0: mm-hmm. and uh, I tried to get into this video.
1: I forget who it was. But <laughs> someone had a video, and they're at uh, Space, and it was oh it was, yes, yeah. I mean, you know Tell ta- me about yeah. this. Yeah, it was, it was like very late. It was I think it was like uh, what like what time are they open till? Like three p.m. to the next day. Right? They're all
0: the, during like, Miami Music Week. Like twenty-four hours. According to RV. <laughs> Shout out to RV. Yeah, it literally (laughs) it literally is always open during Miami Music Week.
1: Anyways, someone has a video where our song, I Love Acid, me and Flint's song, one of the DJs at space, while some of our friends from Chicago here are there, they took a video and they're not even the DJ, they're just taking the video of the crowd. (laughs) Yeah. And in the background, you hear the DJ playing I Love Acid. And I was like, What? So that was a surreal moment, like to know that our music can even be like played during the week in miami yeah you know? so i that's mean
0: fucking great. one of the biggest weeks in the music industry
1: yeah it was awesome so and i, I tried so hard to get that video and they were like <laughs> hey they're like i think it expired i'm sorry i was like shit yeah. i was like i need that but it, it was still super cool the track did really well though very it's well super uh, track source number three on track source one of true yeah.
0: music is like um highest streaming tracks too yeah yeah shout out to true musica guys yeah man. true
1: musica thanks for uh taking isle of acid it was a good song it's a great track man <laughs> yeah
0: uh and of course most recently all i need on funk junk which all danny Deal gave mad love to
1: danny Deal gave mad love to it shout out danny and also shout out blanc my guys in the uk yep yeah they uh legit dude <laughs> yeah they uh they posted it on their youtube channel mm-hmm. so shout out my guys blanc so yeah that, that was huge uh, it is a very funky track, though. I love it. It's probably one of my favorites I've made. So it
0: is really, really. It's upper echelon, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a really well done track, and it's clear that like, you know, we'll go through the rest of your tracks here too. But like that to me is like kind of where you're at right now with like yeah. your talent, yeah. and it's like a really great milestone because your mixing is great. Like how you organize the track, the phrasing is great. Like what you did with the lyrics, like the drop, like it's just clean, dude. Thanks, you. Yeah, uh,
1: that track. Um, yeah uh, besides the ones that are unreleased my, that's probably my most
0: favorite yeah. release track. I know I can't uh, tell it's them about fun. that unreleased though so.
1: yeah it's fun it's funky groovy uh, and it's just uh, like Danny was saying um, when she hit it on her stream on Twitch that it's uh, just very technical tech house it's like that original she, she said the sounds were very classic which I love because mm-hmm. I, I'm a huge in, I'm very into classic house music so right. I, I tried using very old school sounds for it and it worked and she, she realized that shot, shout out Danny deal. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad she was able to see that. So yeah. Uh, and then, like I said, blog picked it up. I think right now we're at like 13,000, 14,000 on YouTube plays. Awesome, so dude. yeah. And, uh, it's getting mad love. So
0: congrats to you on that. <laughs> Thanks brother. Let's Thank talk you. about that tech house direction though. I wanted to start off with this because <laughs> a lot of your other, maybe let's just call them more commercially friendly tracks yeah. still kind of have that blend of your tech house style. Yeah. What do you think it is about your tech house? Cause like, you know, for just the general audience and population, right? Like, <laughs> it's how we kind of might think of country music. Like, it's all the same, right? And yeah, to a yeah. certain extent, tech houses a four on the floor with some percussion and a bass line. Yeah. But we know it's a lot deeper than that. What What is that level to you? What makes it Maxima? What is that flavor?
1: Um, okay, so uh, um, I might, you know, make some people mad here. But <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, so for me there's two types of three, actually types of tech house. There is the very original tech house, which is like you just said, you just described it. Yeah. And there is very tribal tech house. Which, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of different jo- like, uh, labels that do it, but you, you like, it's very more percussion based. It's yeah. very more, uh, you hear a lot of, uh, like Africans, uh, like African symbols, African yeah. like percussion and like middle Eastern percussion as well. Um, then there's what I like to call, the new wave of tech house, which Mm -hmm. is a very commercial, uh, very shortened. It's very shortened. It's very, it doesn't go six minutes anymore. It's very two and a half minutes, rent your face. Boom. It's done. Yep. Um, for me i've always been into just the original style of tech house which i fell in love with Mm -hmm. um i think in some of my songs maybe you you'll hear some of the elements of the new stuff but for me i think you always need at least a minute intro you need a minute outro yeah uh i I really can't do this whole two minute thing yeah but uh yeah (laughs) the style that makes it maximo is uh the classic sounds that you hear in house that's Mm -hmm. what i love to use and uh I always want to do something different with each track. So you'll never really hear the same sounds in every so- song of mine. Mm-hmm. It'll always be a different uh, a different lead, a different saw. Obviously, the bass lines, usually I have a distinct style of bass that I make myself. Yeah. So I love that about me. Really? But- like a preset within... Uh, so, yeah, it's a bass that and I basically plugin, really? made. I made, like, the processing, It's I saved it because I thought the bass sounded amazing. And, there you go. Yeah, and I just... I didn't know that. Yeah, so the Good ba- for you. And, yeah, a lot of people like, like, oh, that's a distinct sound. Like, I haven't heard a bass like that, so yeah. I like that. So, it's very cool, and uh, it's a little more rough in the edges, but it works. And What uh, plugin
0: did you say you use that
1: through? Know? Uh, I use Serum, so then I just uh, make a bass, obviously, and then I just process it myself. And mm-hmm. the... Um, the end result was great, so I just saved the processing, and mm-hmm. then I just kind of throw that in every time, and it just works.
0: I love that, dude. I didn't <laughs> so, know that. Yeah, the Serum yeah. is a great plugin for that. And let me ask, just to go even a layer deeper, when it comes to sub bass and really getting kind of that gritty feel, you know, are you are you using it within Serum, or how are you actually getting those layers, and what's your EQ process for getting that maximal baseline?
1: Oh man, uh, so the people want to know,
0: dude. I so
1: I throw. I think there's. Yeah. There's three EQs on my baseline. Okay. Okay. And, uh, so let me, let me try to remember this (laughs) because I just, I don't really, I understand. Yeah. I know what you mean. So, uh, so the, the, the sub, the sub I make is the lows are out, but then if you take more of the lows out with an EQ and you take the highs out as well, you kind of like not in the middle, but like, three fourths to the left. I, I don't I don't know how to okay. describe it right now. Like, yeah, yeah I I'm 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 picturing so, gotta close my eyes but yeah. So that the, and then you add another one and you kinda make a cone to like Yes a, a cone style in the mids. Yeah. Because that way you still have the greediness but it's you could still hear it because if for those who don't know about uh <laughs> Skip over. um music production <laughs> uh if, if your bass is too low and you take out most of the high, it'll be very hard to hear it and it'll also be very muddy. Yes. Now, with the second EQ, when you do the cone and you bring it to the right instead of the left where the lows are, mm-hmm. it takes the muddiness out, but it also keeps that gritty noise. Uh, an, an example I like to give always is, you know indoor. Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, pump It Up. Pump It Up. Yeah. New song <clears throat> called Fur oh yeah that's that's di- 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 yeah, it. Yeah. yeah yeah. so if you listen to his bass line yeah it is so gritty very yeah. gritty and so low yeah and people are like how did he get it like that well this technique i, I believe at yeah. least because it works for me so i'm assuming he does uh, something similar to it and uh yeah it takes out you so you keep I, I don't know i don't know how to like describe it right now but it keeps like it very gritty and low but not too low where you can't hear it anymore, and it's muddy, mm-hmm. and it just keeps it clean. So there's a song I have coming out that you'll you'll hear that. So love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that was so. that was one of the best descriptions of a baseline ever, bro. Your style. I, well, what like I I think the baseline is what makes a tech house song. You know, yeah. so if it's not there oh, no. and it doesn't sound right, then it's you know then it's just another typical song with a bad totally. baseline. So yeah, you love have it. to make sure, and it has to be distinct because you know, everything nowadays is starting to sound very similar. So you yeah. want to make sure you sound different from the rest of the crowd right back.
0: So that's totally. what I'm trying to do at least right now. So, I love that, man. Yeah, for sure. And keep keep making those baselines, bro, because you keep getting better <laughs> and better. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. And that's it's really cool to know that, like, that is how you continue <laughs> to give it that flavor, right? Because it's kind of a tough question to answer. It is Uh
1: because, well, first, because you don't really look at it anymore once you have, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's good to visualize it and, and try to make people who are going to watch this, um, the certain things they should be doing with their baseline. So you get, yes, you can get a preset on serum mm-hmm. and, um, you know, use that. But what if you make the same melody as someone who's using that same preset and they make the same melody, the same right. as well, totally. you know, yeah. <clears throat> what's going to make it different? Well, if you make a bass that sounds distinct and no one's like made a bass like that or like yeah. very gritty or maybe like something different that no one's heard and you make it your own style then people are like, "Oh, well, why does his melody sound way cooler than that one?" because it's your own, you know what I mean? It's distinct, yeah. no one's heard it before. You don't want to hear it. <laughs> do I do I, I want get... to Fucking love this guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do I want to get a burger from McDonald's or do I want to get a burger from a one chain restaurant that's amazing, you know what I mean? Know my answer. think about that so think
0: about that <laughs> nice camera action right there bro Think about that this yeah. guy is photogenic talented smart thank you. thank you good looking thank you thank you take a seat back bro you just i realized a little yeah. bit yeah. I, just, I got really into it i'm sorry <laughs> when i saw you go like this i was like all right i'm listening <laughs> I is get it, really into it. I'm sorry. No, I, I love it. I love it. I, I, one of my favorite parts about these interviews is is asking people questions that I feel like maybe they've never been asked before, at least in a way. And then when I see your eyes perk up like that, I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yes, I love it. I love doing a good job. Thank you. I love music, and I
1: love. I'm a nerd when it comes to the whole processing stuff, and that's huge. Music, <laughs> so. And you
0: have to be if you want to get deep in this shit. Yeah, absolutely. It's great. So you've also done a lot of vocal tracks, though, too with collaborations. Yes, I have. Um, Falling for You with Gordon Miller and Letters uh, featuring uh, Dimitri and Ali. Yes. Um, You know, those are great tracks. Yes. Awesome vocals. Of course, recently Two Designer with Michaela. Yes. One of your best tracks, uh, just streaming-wise, support-wise, all that sort of stuff. Yes, yes. I want to ask, when it comes to working with vocalists, have you done it remotely? Do you always do it in person? What's the (laughs) songwriting process? How do they influence you and vice versa?
1: Uh, uh, so for me, uh, whenever I finish a track, uh, I take about a week to really think about like which direction I really want to go with it. Okay. Uh, let's say for example, let's go with designer. Yeah. So, um, cause if, if you think about it, uh, falling for you and letters, Yeah. they're very soft, very like lovey. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You, yeah. Easy going. Yeah. So obviously I wanted, uh, you know, some like loving lyrics and uh, people with like very soft voices. Yeah. I, and then in regards to designer, designer before the vocal, I was like, man, this is really gangster. I was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. I, I was like, this bass line's sick. Yeah. Uh, it has a lot of like swagger to it. Right. So I was like, man, this is dope. So then I, I thought about, it, I was like, this could be cool with like a really like, like gangster girl. Like yeah. someone's sick and yeah. has a lot of swagger. And then. Michaela, I thought about it. I was like, shout out Michaela. I love you. She's awesome.
0: She's very talented. Very
1: talented. Awesome. Um so that I thought of her and she instantly fell in love with the track and I was like, I want this to be something about like swagger because like my whole persona is about like, you know, like like pertaining to like the girls and making sure they have a good time in the club yeah you know like it's make the girls dance all that dude you're a good host (laughs) Yeah, exactly (laughs) so and i was like well what better way to do it than to make an anthem for girls yes uh designer yeah it was in for me at least an anthem for all the all like the girls that go out clubbing so and they're obviously when you go to the club you want to you want to stunt you want to look good so yeah, we, you know uh rocking gucci prada yeah yeah top to the bottom everything dressed in designer Dude. so the, the lyrics obviously they and uh we re- i really wanted to focus on like getting a message across as in like oh i'm like a i'm like i'm hot you know like i'm the shit in a sense for, <laughs> for, for a woman like to empower them so yeah. and that the designer kind of made that happen so it's cool and then uh we had fun with it if you listen to the middle of the track where like, yeah. So no, well, when she's like, um, I'll take a vodka cranberry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we really wanted to, um, focus on like the club life of every place. So, cause mm-hmm. you know, every everywhere you
0: go, you're going to hear like phrases like that. So it's was really cool. I <laughs> love everything about that track. I remember when you first kind of like you guys, I think you guys were just recording the vocals mm-hmm. and I think she was even just like, I saw her just try recording it and just her practicing it got stuck in my head. Yeah. Top
1: to the bottom We're dressed, dressed in designer, designer Rocking Gucci on And
0: my girl's mm-hmm. rocking that's Prada a And that's that's a, a great example too Because that's something where You, in your head, made this track And you were like, okay, I know it needs a vocalist But what type of vocalist, right?
1: Yeah, you gotta really... So that's, for me, I, I, that's one of my favorite parts. Like when I finish a track and I'm very excited about it and yeah. I be like, I can release this right now and it'll do good. Right. However, if yes. I get an awesome lyrics, awesome lyrics and awesome singer on this, it's going to make the track five times better. Yes. Especially if it's catchy. Yeah. So that's when Michaela came into the role and oh my God, she blew it out of the water. I yep. was like, her voice is great. Uh, the swagger, she, you know, we had, it wasn't even like with her, working with her is like easy peasy. Yep. Um, we had a great time in the studio. It was fun, just laughing. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, when you're saying quirky little phrases like that, like you laugh a little
0: bit. But how did it. that second part come out? So for those that don't know, it's it's her kind of like she's in the club, ordering a drink, talking to one of her friends. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, well, I, I I had this. I envisioned
1: that. I was like, you know, oh, uh, <laughs> it's cool, dude. Yeah, it's I was really like, cool. well, if we're if like the song is about being in the club, I think it'd be cool to um, you know have a part where. You have, like I said, the phrases that you typically hear in a nightclub. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I, oh, I know the promoter. Yeah. Oh, I, I want a vodka soda. Oh, want, so, stuff like that, which you would hear at any club yes. in any – anywhere. Yep. So, yep. Uh, I was, like – I just thought about these, like, many phrases because I'm always in the club. So, I'm, like, right. what, what do I always hear? And yeah. these were the little phrases I heard. So, I was, like, this would be great to put into this song. And it, it worked. <laughs> and then at one part, I was, like – I had her say, like um, – um, I'm here with Maximo. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really fun and really cool to do. So that was a
0: good branding play too. Cause like if people are going to play that track, yeah. they're going to hear the artist's name, which is in the track, <laughs> which yeah. is very, very cool and unique, man.
1: Yeah. So I, I, uh, the goal for like those type of songs, I want to release at least one of those a year, just kind of for like sure to be my, you know, like a hit every year, at least per yeah. se. You know yep. what I mean? So, yep. 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 And, uh, yeah, that, that was one of the, Funnest tracks I've made. So shout out Michaela again. Yeah, I love Michaela. You. So yeah, it's that's cool. a really
0: cool track, man. One of my favorites. Thank you,
1: brother. Yeah.
0: Um, of course, you've done some fun remixes too. T A T U tattoos all the things she said.
1: Yeah, I love that song, dude. I
0: love that song. Well done, remix, man. <laughs> Thank you. And just recently, your most recent release with who we're talking about, our homie D Flow, bro, J Balvin's Ginza. Yeah. What is what is Ginza in Spanish? I don't know. <laughs> Mexican guy doesn't know fucking jay balvin I bro i don't know are you the the dj version of jay balvin uh i'd say so i jay yeah you're watching this i think so <laughs> everything yeah. about you. I, I, to be honest i don't know what that means but i love that song so i was like <laughs> i need to so remix sick this. dude <clears throat> yeah. what wouldn't when you're doing remixes right because especially kind of in the past couple years like tech house remix is kind of what you're talking about the new age of tech house right like yeah. i've almost called it someone we both know, Danger Wayne, right? This o- And Luca, this open format tech house. Yeah. Which is basically edits and remixes in a tech house version, but they're taking these rap songs, they're taking these, yep. you know, like a Z, yep. Balvin song, right? Yeah. And it's it's not as easy as it looks, right? Because there's a lot of pitching that you have to do, the vocals, you have to do matching the key, right? Because when you get vocals in song, involved with the song, and that that's actually right, it's really cool that Designer was such a dope song too. But what do you look for when you're like, okay, this is going to be an original, or we need to find some lyrics or remix it, do you hear a song and then remix it, or does it go the other way around?
1: Uh, well, for me personally, uh, there's very, very few songs that I like to remix. I like to right. make my originals. Yeah. But <clears throat> I always try to uh, remix at least one song from like some of my favorite artists. Like I don't even think there is a tech house, besides mine, remix uh, All the Things You Said so
0: no <laughs> i don't think so either <laughs> you know, i love so, that that's why it's yeah, created so, yeah. yeah
1: uh stuff like that like um i'd like to remix a lot of old stuff uh just because i, I grew up on that mm-hmm. so I, I grew up on those type of songs uh for, however for Ginza, obviously that sounds pretty fairly new yeah uh jay balvin i think is like has an impact on like the whole world global he's, he's... on a global spectrum his music it's ridiculous dude so so huge huge amazing awesome music and uh i just uh, like i was i figured like hey he's one of my favorite artists and if i remix it it's jay belvin so i know it's gonna do well Mm -hmm. i know it's not like i know people are are gonna play it so so true and then i just released it and it has i think it has over 60 downloads already i just looked today it's doing really well (laughs) so thank you yeah yeah Uh, my, my buddy uh he, he's over in Mexico. He was DJing, and he played it out in Mexico. Nice. So And then I have uh, a couple of buddies from Spain who downloaded it, too. So. There we go. Yeah, and then uh, Gianni. My boy Gianni Blue downloaded it. Gianni. So. <laughs> yes. What up, Gianni? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so a couple, of, like, figures are actually ha- – well, I have it in their arsenal now, so if they want to play it, they can, so it's I great. love that, man. yeah. Well. yeah.
0: That's cool. I love that, bro. Yeah,
1: man. Uh, so I'm excited. It's a good remix. So I'm excited to play it out once clubs reopen.
0: That's good. I I like to know that it's kind of a dime a dozen for you when it comes to remixes, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, There's not much that I really want to, like, uh, really rework or remix lately. Yeah. I, um, I, I really try to find distinct songs that, like, are really making an impact. hmm Like, for for example, Ginza was basically J. Belvin's, like, breakout song. That yeah. Was, that was his, like, first breakout track. Yeah. Which, like people all over the world heard. So that that's why I, I was like, all right, that'd be a cool song to remix. Because yes. he's crushing it right now. And yep. that was his breakout song. Why Bring not? Bring it back. Exactly, so.
0: Love that, bro. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something too. Your uh, project we mentioned earlier with Flanino, Stop Calling Me. This has been so fun <laughs> to build this brand with you guys and see the success, man. Yeah. Releasing tracks like Place, Vita, Recently See It with Jake Short Drive. Shout out to Jake. Jake, my man. Fucking homie, bro. <laughs> My question is, with someone like you and Flynn, who are great friends, right? But also different in a lot of ways. Very different, right? I love you, Flynn. Yeah, we love you, Flynn. But you guys are very different. He he'd be first in line to tell you the same thing. <laughs> yeah, 100. When it comes to something where you guys have done Flanino back to back, Maximo Canione sets a lot, right? And you've yeah. released collaborations together. Yeah. But now this new brand comes, right? What are you taking from yours? What is Flynn doing with his style? Not only with production, but also DJing too.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Uh, so this is a question me and Flynn get a lot, actually. Yeah. So um, if you uh, listen to some of my earlier tracks, mm-hmm. you hear uh, I have a very, I was making very soft house, very like lovey house. Yep. For example, Letters. And yeah. falling for you. Right. You know? uh, and then... Now I'm more into, you know, tech and a lot of drums and stuff. And then, so think about like, like very happy house Mm -hmm. with a lot of percussion and then mix that in with just a really hard face, (laughs) (laughs) which is Flynn. Yes. uh, Yes. Yes. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a sweet middle. It's not like a, too much basically sort of? like soft house. It's yeah. right there in the middle. Yeah. Uh v, Vita would be a very good example. Yeah. Because uh, it, it's melodic. Yeah. But it's also hits really hard and driving track. Yeah, yeah. And it also has the horns in the back. Yep. So <clears throat> that's a really good example of an in-between between like if you were to mash Max and know, together, mm-hmm. Vita right now would be a great example. However, yep. uh we have a lot of future releases, they're not out yet. That um, some are very soft, mm-hmm. with which have more influence from me, and mm-hmm. some are very hard, which yep. have more influence from Flynn. Love so, that, yeah. And uh, you know, we—I think me and Flynn are the perfect team. Uh, I love yeah. that kid to death. Uh, we work very well together. We're very compatible. Uh, he's my—I'm like—he's my ying to my yang. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, it works, and uh, we have so much already. Like music-wise to release, which I'm very excited for. So we'll see well, I, what happens. I
0: think it's so cool that you both have worked so hard on developing your own brands, right? Yeah. And this this Stop Calling Me is like just this really cool thing that you're doing that is like it's going to happen because you guys are just, both of you are already on such this linear path towards success through your own brands, and this is just going to be something that can have its own success because it's truly like if you guys had a music baby.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> stop calling me is our baby yeah so,
0: yeah i love it man and and the sia track and is so cool with jake see it's doing very well so uh yeah shout out jake again and um, the music video you guys did for that man tell us about that
1: yeah so we did a music video uh we it was uh obviously here in chicago yeah uh yeah so it, it was uh it was a really cool idea actually i liked it so the whole basically the whole thing about the video is Me, Flynn, and Jake, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're having a great time, which we always do. Yeah. And you, but (laughs) the raw footage is so funny. The raw footage is a great time. So the the bloopers, right? (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so basically, you see the perspective of our day through each of our eyes. So hence, see it through my eyes. Yes. Uh, And it's really cool because, um, you know, we're all different people and we all have different, you know, goofiness is to us we have we're all we're just different in every aspect but we're really best friends you know yep and it, it made a lot of sense because of the lyrics obviously but also like to see us just hanging out and like how we interact with each other and mm-hmm. i thought that was a really cool idea uh shout out colton
0: for the idea. yeah the man very talented love you colt so colton's a man <laughs> yeah so it, check out that music video guys It's really dope yeah we were on a boat for a little bit. who's that the homies cool. boat who was we gotta give him a shout out right Forgot his name. name. Might have to edit that out. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Shout out my boat
0: homie. Yeah, no, good guy,
1: great guy. Thanks for the boat. But that
0: was that was a really cool, really cool thing you guys did. And that and that to me is why that brand is so special to me too. Because you guys can kind of like take chances with it. Yeah. Right, and that's kind of the fun part. Not that you don't take chances with your own brand, but you can kind of like. (laughs) kind of like stop calling me it's like hey let's come together in this idea and see how it works yeah 100 percent. i think that's the beauty of it you know yeah so
1: yeah i mean i we have so much like i said um in the works and who knows maybe stop calling me will become permanent and
0: yeah that'll be it but I mean, and then the after shows will be maximum back to back. Yeah, right. I'm but, looking forward to the future club after shows. We'll that, see. That's, yeah, that's going to be fun. We'll see you guys are some happens. of the best fucking DJs I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Thank you, brother. It's big facts, bro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So listen to how much we've talked about music in this interview compared to last one, right? A lot more. A lot has changed more. for you, man. Like last time yeah. we were talking about your favorite shows. You we are talking about your upcoming as a DJ, right? Which is part of your story. Yeah. But this past year and a half, two years has been a new chapter.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. It's a whole new Maximo, a whole new everything. You know, uh, every year I, I, I tend to realize that like, I, I never want to stay stagnant. So I try to level up in a, in a way, yeah. whatever way it is, I try to do it. And every year, the past two years, I've seen it happen. So yeah. I, I'm not the same Maximo that I was two years ago. And you know, I don't think all. I will be next year either, you know? So every year I'm trying to keep going up, which is great. And for sure, you have to strive for that, especially as a musician. Yeah. Because it's a very it's a very hard environment to be around. And if you don't get with oh, yeah, the times, then that's it. So
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, it's, it's very easy to get worn out by this stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's very easy. We've very. seen it time and time again. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting because you you had so much success at a young age, like I mentioned earlier, right? As yes. a DJ. As one of the biggest and best and most talented open format DJs. You still are. Mm-hmm. And now this time. Has it been a blessing in disguise because you've been able to take a step back, knowing that you're still the same great DJ. But you told me many times you want to be known as, as a house producer. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's a great question.
0: Yeah. So um
1: I, I don't know what it was, but one day it was just a random day. It just yeah. kinda clicked. Yep. I was like, man, I've been focusing so much on my open format and on, you know, the money and the nightlife. Yeah. That I forgot like that my actual dream was to be a house dj which yeah. i love i love house music and yep. i'm always gonna have love for it yep and i was just like man well if i'm gonna do it it has to be now yeah you know? because you don't realize this but time goes by so fast yeah. and i was 20 when i got into the scene and i'm yeah. 24 now and it feels yeah. like i i can still remember the first day i DJed four years ago in the, <laughs> in the city you yeah know? so it feels like it was two weeks ago So (laughs) (laughs) I know, dude, I know time is very, very, it varies, you know, it's very, very, it flies. And if you don't, you know, take care of your own time, Mm -hmm. Like if you're not efficient with your time, then Mm -hmm. your dreams can fly best and you don't have anything. And I'm glad it hit me at such a young age at 24. Mm -hmm. I'm 24 and I just turned 24, 24. Happy belated. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, I'm glad it just hit me because, you know, what if I would have kept. Parting and just going out in the clubs, which is, you know, it's not a bad thing because I, I do like I, lo- I have nothing but love for the open format scene. Yeah, of course. but 10 years from now, when I'm 34 mm-hmm. and those 10 years, I didn't really work on my craft on house music. I'd be disappointed in myself because I yeah. just gave up 10 years of my life when I could have been making music those 10 years and I could have been where I actually wanted to be because at the end of the day, one day I'm not going to DJ anymore. And that's just the truth. You know, I'm going to get old and that's it. Yep. Am I going to be happy that I just, you know, played every club in Chicago?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'll be, yeah, I'll be pretty happy. But what if I played every club in the world as an international DJ, you know, those are the memories I want to have for the rest of my life. And I, and I'm, I'm very happy and very humble that I was able to quickly understand that, Mm -hmm. and I've just been really, really, you know, hitting the studio, gas on the brake, on on the- Gas on the pedal. (laughs) Gas on (laughs) on the the (laughs) (laughs) brake. And, and, you know, I I haven't stopped, man. I've just been, you know, I've been sending you tracks every other day, so- It's unbelievable. Yeah. No one uh, sends
0: me more music, dude. (laughs) Seriously.
1: uh, Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's just when you realize it, when you realize that, you know, time flies and that- you only have really one opportunity to do this with your life. You know, you only really have one shot. And if you don't take that shot, then I mean, it just slips out of your hand and you got none. So I really, Mm -hmm. that's something I preached that, you know, if once you realize that you really want to do something, do it, whatever it is, focus on it, make it your obsession. And that's what I've this past year have done with music because I took it lightly and I shouldn't have, but I'm glad that I understand it now just a year later, you know, two yeah. years later, not 10 years later. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. So, um, you're going to like, you're, it's a whole new mindset. It's a whole new Maximo, whole new everything. And you're going to see so much more music being dropped by me, everything. I have so much in the works already. Mm-hmm. That I, I don't know if I could talk about yet, but it's, it's good. It's going to be a good tw- end of 2020 yeah. and uh,
0: even better 2021. So I'm excited. Max, I think that's incredibly mature of you. Yeah. Uh, and, it's impressive, honestly, like I said, man. But the scope has changed for the music industry and for you specifically in a lot of different ways, right?
1: Yeah,
0: 100%. Because your scope two years ago was, I want to be the biggest and best DJ. I want to be the direct support for all these parties and all that thing. <laughs> Which right? I have. And you have, and you've, yeah. crossed, and you've crossed that off the list, and that's great. And it's extremely humble of you to acknowledge how much work you put in the opportunities that you've given. I mean, you're probably one of the biggest and best guys in the scenes for... Saying thank you, which is you would think part of the thing, part of this whole thing yeah. we're in, but it's not as much as as much as you'd hope. Yeah.
1: An- another thing, if if my younger DJs are watching this,
0: yeah, make sure you say thanks for every gig you get. Yeah. And make sure. That's you true. Make very well
1: connections, and you're nice and humbled by everything. Yep. Do not get cocky. I promise you. No. If you get cocky, then things get harder for you. You yep. want to stay humble, and you want to say thanks. Just remember that.
0: Right, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Perfect. I was going to ask you any advice younger. So <laughs> that's thanks, it. Thanks that, yeah, I mean,
1: though. the I've I've never you know been sour. Well, I have been sour, but I've never shown it. You know, what I mean, you have to yeah. have a positive attitude, and there's going to be bumps along the road. But if you could overcome those bumps and strive for greatness, yeah, then nothing can stop you. Because if, if those you have little blocks, and if those blocks are, are sometimes they're people you know sometimes mm-hmm. they're people who don't want to see you succeed but if you can overcome that and pass that you yeah. you keep going down the road Yep. then what can stop you you know
0: i can tell you firsthand that i've seen you go from someone who is a dj that sometimes releases music to a producer that's also a dj yes and i really mean that thank and, you yeah. and i think that you know i've interviewed so many open format djs right like really incredibly talented open format yeah. DJs, man. like uh, Mr. shaw heavy like i, I
1: to I'm gonna tell you like to this day, I still think Chicago has the best open format.
0: I DJs. completely agree.
1: hundred percent. I like I like not to like brag, humble brag. Yeah. But <laughs> I think I'm um, I, <laughs> I think I'm a good DJ, right? You
0: are, dude. You're one of the best open format DJs in Chicago. That's what I'm saying. Oh, but, so that's why it's hard to get over that.
1: Yeah. But when I'm in the club and, and I'm not DJing and I yeah. see some of my friends yeah DJing the club yeah and they do stuff I've never heard yeah I'll, I still get like pumped I will look at them and be like whoa <laughs> you know so I, that's how I know like we have the best of the best we're yeah. the cream of the
0: crop Chicago has the best DJs I think so, I agree yeah 100 percent I agree and so I, and many I, talented guys that's the thing too is like those guys they have to challenge themselves more now too. Yeah, because there's a lot of open format DJs out there, and like this is already a pretty hard scene to break into. It it is. It's very hard. Like we both experience. So the thing is, what maybe is making you different, what might last longer for you is now that we've seen something that none of us thought would ever happen, which is the whole music industry being shut down for however long. Yeah you gotta be doing some different shit. You can't just be a DJ anymore.
1: No, well, yeah, I mean, you
0: can, but you gotta be A-track on fucking steroids, man. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you gotta have something else. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm just glad that, like, producing music is not a means to an end to you to, to get to this end goal of being, playing in every club. It's something that you truly love doing.
1: I love doing it. It's uh, It was my first, uh, yeah, it was my first passion, you know? And then yeah. it came, it was always first producing, then DJ. Yep. But then, the DJing became fun and the producing yeah. didn't become fun. You know? Yeah. And the DJing was paying the bills and the producing wasn't. Yeah. But then you realize that, well, if, if I don't do this, then I'm just a DJ, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be more than that, which is not a bad thing. Cause I mean, some guys can go so far with DJ. Some guys make
0: a lot of fucking money. A you? lot of money, yeah. so
1: much money. But, I, I, I had to really think about this in, in perspective and I was like do I just want to be a DJ Like yeah. I miss like sitting down and being in studio sessions I miss doing this so I, I just I was like man I, I just gotta really focus in and it's I uh, for two months like right one march hit like because I, I released music before and I already knew like mm-hmm. you know basically how to make music and everything that comes with it right um it's just I was a little. It's kind of I I the example I gave is like I broke my hand and I couldn't shoot a basketball right yeah and then once you take the cast off you have to practice again to get your shot back and that's yeah. kind of what happened
0: with me dude it's true yeah. Jermaine O'Neal story right there actually <laughs> if you know who cool. that is yeah I do know Jermaine O'Neal Indiana guy that's, that's right bro <laughs> yeah that is exactly what my dad Jermaine used O'Neal to tell me that, yeah. my dad used to tell me that story there you go he broke uh, his right, right arm so he up. had to practice yeah. with his left and that's how he got so good there you go. What a fucking great-ass metaphor, bro. <laughs> Very good metaphor. And, nice, uh, nice. Cir- full circle right full here. Full circle. We'll You're circle. better at this than me, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, and um, <clears throat> that being said, the, um, my hand was broken, and then once the cast was off, yeah. I was able to return to producing. it. Yep. You know? And it, I'm glad I kind of took that off because my passion came back for it. Yeah. It was like my, my – it just like lit a fire in me, and I was just ready. Like, I got on my laptop, and it was just like – it was like my first love, you know. It yeah. kind of like la 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 la. Like, I saw <laughs> it and I just instantly, yeah. I knew like I was like okay, boom 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 boom. It just all came together, and I'm so happy that I'm back. Like it's so refreshing. Uh, like I love like the music I'm making right now is exactly what I want to make exactly. So, mm-hmm. it's it's very cool. And um, I mean, it can only get better from here. You know, I can't yeah. it can't get worse. It's got to get better. So that's I, right. I think these next two years you'll really see, like like everything I'm talking about right now, it's going to come to fruition. You're going to see Maximo like drop a song at least every month, mm-hmm. maybe every two weeks. We'll see. I have a yeah. lot of stuff, so we'll see. I love that, <laughs> yeah. man.
0: On that note, what, what can we expect from you coming up here? Anything you can announce? I know we got some collabs in the works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, for one, we have an EP coming out, so
0: I know I was me, gonna let you announce that for <laughs> so us. So <laughs> we have
1: uh, we, me, you, and Flynn. Yeah, uh, it's a three person EP on uh, House of Hustle. Yeah. Shout out Hustle Hustle for taking us and taking the EP. It's, it's Ether Ether tracks Ether and Miami. So yep. I'm very excited for those two. Uh, very good tracks, very well produced. Um, a, l- used, a little bit of flavor from all of us. There, it's tech house essentially, but yeah. Uh, Miami's more jacking. I think yep. it's a little more in your face. I'm a jacking house guy, uh, dude. Me too. Yeah. But I lo- I, I'll i play both of those all day, you know? Those a great It's songs. good
0: music. I've been sending that, because we've been rinsing those for a year now.
1: Yes, we have been rinsing those for a while, and I'm so glad they're finally coming out. Thank I'm God. so glad.
0: So, so that's how long this shit can take sometimes for yeah. for people that didn't know.
1: Yeah, so hey, another another advice tip. When you're sending out to labels, yeah. do not rush it. You know, it, send it out. And if they don't respond in a week, don't send it to another label. Give them at least, you know, two, three If it's months. the right fit. Yeah, if it's the right fit, th- they know. will respond. So, yeah, don't don't rush the process. It'll it's come. It's true.
0: There's a lot yeah. of producers out there, and I think it's easy to think, I know this is a great track. This is exactly what they want, right? Yeah. And then you can upset yourself. It's like getting yourself worked up. Yeah, you it get is. so worked up. <laughs> Life of a producer. Life of a producer. <laughs> and it's tough, man. But, yeah, like, yeah, wins like that are definitely what, what keep us going. Yeah, 100%. So really we, we, we got that.
1: And I'm super excited to be working with you and Flynn again. I yeah. love you guys.
0: We got quite the promotional team behind us. We thing. do. We That's got great. a lot of fucking fra- power, bro. Yeah. It's going to
1: be big. It's going to be big. I'm excited. Yeah. So we got that. And then um, I have a homie of mine from uh, Canada yeah. who goes by the name Santelli. Shout out my boy Santelli.
0: Very talented producer. Very talented. His He's name's a, been around. I used to follow. Yeah. I, I heard of him years ago.
1: Yeah. He's a very good friend of mine now. Uh, he's on labels like Spin In, yeah. on Syrup, uh, yeah. Blanc as well, yep. House of Hustle. He, yep. every, the list goes on. He's yep. amazing producer, yep. great friend of mine now as well. We have an EP coming out. Mm-hmm. These tracks are banging. Yeah. Sharon, sure, when I say they're banging, they're banging. They're banging. They're banging. Bangin'. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm very excited. I'll take your word for, for it. Yeah, they're great. I'm very excited to release these whenever they come out. Um, we have a certain label that... Um, we're like fairly sure they're gonna take it, mm-hmm. so I I, I don't want to speak on it right now, but uh, it's gonna it's it's there. Yeah. So um, and it's a big label, so I'm excited for that. Awesome. Um, yeah, Santelli, we have two tracks. It's gonna be great an EP, and then finally, oh well, wait, two more things. So <laughs> keep going. I keep going. So then I have another EP, but it's myself EP, mm-hmm. and that's a two-track EP as well. Uh, that includes. Uh, a track with d flow my guy it's yep. called Molotov. yeah and then that's another track of mine called el poder which it means the power. oh i heard that one the, yeah that <laughs> shit bangs <laughs> that means the power in spanish yeah. yep. um that's a two-track ep coming out on another label which i can't really speak yet because it's in the works but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big label mm-hmm. another one i'm excited about and then last but not least i just finished a collab with um one of my great friends who I've been friends with forever, who's huge in the Chicago scene and house who goes by the name of RV O'Mala. Yeah. RV Mala. Yep. Mala. Yep. Um, yeah, we just finished a track this past week in the studio actually, and it is very, very good. I'm excited <laughs> for it. Yeah. So it's, it's a cool track. You'll be seeing that soon. Hopefully, uh, we're going to send it out. Uh, I think I know where I want it to land on and I think it will. So, yeah. uh, yeah, that one's really cool. And, uh, yeah, just be on the lookout for a lot of new stuff coming soon. If not, the end of, well, this month is our EP. Mm-hmm. The other EPs, I'm sure, will come out in 2021. So,
0: I love that, man. Shout out to RV too. Shout out to RV. He guy. was just on the show uh, doing a similar thing, telling about what he's been up to. And that's why this, yeah. this podcast has been so, so special for me. Um, because in one way or another, I felt like I'm a part of a lot of your guys' journey. Just, yeah. like, watching yeah. you almost, like, not like a, not like a father, but like <laughs> seeing RV, who is really like a tastemaker in the Chicago scene. Yes, he like is the tastemaker. Yes, and to see him refocus his energy on production,
1: yeah, yeah, has
0: been really cool. And I and I'm seeing so many of our friends do that, and it's just been like the most rewarding thing and inspiring thing. Like, yeah, I want to acknowledge you like for how much you've been doing, like. When I say you inspire me, like I really mean it, Max. Because Thank you. you send Thanks. these tracks, and I'm like, dude, fuck yeah! Like, you know, Max is feeling it right now. Like, yeah. I'm gonna get in the studio too. Yeah. Like, let's let's do some stuff. Like, let's let's push ourselves a little bit. Let's like get back into it for the right reasons. And that, let's pretend yeah. we're in high school again, bro. Like, That's it. and I got nothing else to do except for That's like it. whatever I want to do with my friends.
1: Yeah, man. You, uh, music for me, man. You just gotta treat it like, like a class in college or something. You know, you just gotta yeah. really hit it and you know, don't stop. You know, I, I try to make the, my goal is to make one track a day at least, you know, it could be a horror. <laughs> Jesus could be, bro. Yeah. It That's could be impressive. a horrible, it could be a horrible song, but and yeah. you want to, you know, really try and strive, like strive to make one track or one idea a day because then at the end, like a year from now, it's just, you know, you can make that idea in an hour. You know? Yes. So it's just, it, it the same way with anything in life, you know, the more you practice, the more better you get And mm-hmm. I want to be the best producer that I can be. So I'm going to make that happen. I'm not going to let anything stop me from doing that. So, wow. I love that, <laughs> man. Yeah. So
0: I, I really do mean it when I say it's been, it's been such a pleasure working with you in, in many different ways. And yeah, and- likewise,
1: Sherm. you're the man. Thank you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I
0: I love I love this and, and talking to people like you who are so passionate about what they do is is an inspiration for me. Like I said, but for so many others. So yeah, know what you're doing is not only great for you, but it's great for the scene. It's great for the music community. Yeah, you're influencing yeah. people that you don't even know.
1: Yeah, I got Madlaw for Chicago. Um, you know, at such a young age, they took care of me. Yeah, I've been able to do. Um, uh, virtually everything, yeah, in, in, in the Chicago nightlife, and uh, yeah. you know, there's so many names I could shout out, so I, I'm just gonna, I am just i do not want to name them all. I was so like... gonna, gonna, gonna say, uh, whoever's helped me, you guys know who you are, you know, yeah, uh, everything you guys have done for me, Those shout people out to me, too, exactly. Yeah. I love all you guys, there's too many of you to name, but uh, yeah, I love you guys all, so yeah, thanks for you know, making my dreams happen at such a young age. I've done stuff that. I didn't even think I was going to do till I was like 26, you know? know? So, <laughs> and I've done it at 22 and I, I, I kind of thank God more than I do, you know, I'm humble to be in the position that I'm at and yeah. to be able to, you know, uh, I, it's it sounds crazy, but I think like my, I've been this career in a sense this DJ career is so long that I've been yeah. able to, you know, certain aspects, you know, tweak it to be where I want to be now, you mm-hmm. know, like, I'm still going to be a DJ. Yeah. But now I'm a producer as well, even more so than I was before. And I'm able to really push my limits now with that because I know I've I've kind of not really pushed the limits, but I'm like pretty close to the limits with my DJ. Yep. So now I need something like that's the kind of person I am. Like I need something to always get better at. Yep. Uh, And now is my scratching. I'm trying to get better at scratching. Yep. So that, but now I got production as well, which I want to be the best I can be. And that's what... I'm, I'm going to do. I mean, nothing's going to stop me. I love it, man. Only thing that's stopping me is sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Talk plenty. here he's got plenty of Adderall. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: Dude, this yeah. has been so much fun, Max. Absolutely. And again, hey, thanks I just... for
1: having me again. This is a great time. I love of course, talking. bro.
0: Of course, man. Keep doing your thing. Always, brother. And uh, cheers to 2021, bro. Yeah.
1: So it's going to be a great year uh, for all of us. My us guy. DJs, so,